Welcome to the Equine Veterinary Journal, On The Hoof. Hello, my name is Chris Nill and welcome to this edition of the Equine Veterinary Journal's On The Hoof podcast, which we aim to summarise a selection of recently published articles. Today we look at a paper accepted in March 2023 that compared the effects of five-day and seven-day extended release injectable omeprazole when treating equine squamous and glandular gastric disease. Primary authors were Tanya Sundra and Erin Kelty, both based in Western Australia, and David Rendell, based in Devon in the United Kingdom. Equine squamous, ESGD, and glandular gastric, EGGD, disease are two separate disease entities that have a high prevalence across multiple breeds and disciplines, impacting both the performance and welfare of affected horses. When treating both conditions, Proton pump inhibitors are the mainstay of treatment in equine veterinary medicine. An injectable extended release omeprazole has become popular in practice in the UK and Australia for treating both ESGD and EGGD. Improved treatment success with the product over oral omeprazole has been shown in a variety of different cohorts in the literature. Intervals between injections are often seven days based on initial research. However, recent evidence has shown that acid suppression pH greater than 4, is suboptimal in some horses four days after the injection. The authors therefore hypothesised that treatment intervals of five days would result in a higher proportion of horses being treated successfully with both ESGD and EGGD due to a more consistent acid suppression. To test their hypothesis, the authors retrospectively reviewed the case records and gastroscopy images of horses treated with extended-release injectable omeprazole at a single equine veterinary hospital in Western Australia between July 2020 and November 2021. Standardised dietary and management recommendations were prescribed following diagnosis and horses were given four separate intramuscular injections of 2G, 3.2 to 4.6 mg per kg, omeprazole. Horses were subsequently rescoped between five to seven days after the fourth injection. If additional treatments, such as sucralfate, or deviations from the stated dietary and management advice were noted, horses were excluded from the follow-up. Gastroscopy images were anonymised, reviewed, graded and described by a blinded board-certified equine internal medicine specialist. If treatment success was inconclusive, treatment stages were unblinded, and before or after images reviewed concurrently to assess whether any improvement had been seen. Healing was assessed slightly differently for EGG cases, given the conjecture around what constitutes treatment success in the literature. In total, 82 horses diagnosed with EGGD met the inclusion criteria, with 43 horses treated at five-day intervals and 39 treated at seven-day intervals. No differences in signalment presenting complaint other than those treated with five intervals tending to have a higher skin sensitivity noted on their clinical records. Lesion severity or type were noted between the groups. When reviewed, ulcers in the five-day group were judged to have healed in 63% of cases compared with 39% in the seven-day group. This resulted in a 1.75 to 2.4 times higher chance of recovery, depending on the criteria used for treatment success. Interestingly, subjective owner perceptions of success did not differ between the groups. For ESGD, 
60 horses met the inclusion criteria, with 33 in the five-day group and 27 in the seven-day group. Whilst no significant difference in signalment or clinical signs were noted between the two groups, those treated at five-day intervals had significantly more severe lesions diagnosed at the greater curvature. Proportions of horses judged to have healed successfully were 97% in the five-day group and 82% in the seven-day group, but this was not a significant difference. Again, no difference was noted between subjective owner perceptions of success between the groups. The authors hypothesised that, given the trend for an improvement was observed, the inclusion of more horses may result in a significant difference between the two groups. Therefore, it seems sensible to treat EGSD like EGDD with five-day interval injections. Given previous evidence has shown ESGD cases can heal within two weeks of treatment using a seven-day interval, further investigation is needed into the effectiveness of two doses of omeprazole given at five-day intervals. The four-week treatment period used here is likely excessive for these cases. A common discussion point with extended release injective omeprazole is the risk of injection site reactions. In total, 156 injections were administered in the seven-day group with a 1.9% risk of reaction and 172 injections administered in the five-day group with a 0.6% chance of reaction. A small proportion of owners went against author's recommendation and injected into the neck musculature, which produced a much higher chance of reaction than gluteal injection. A big limitation in understanding tumor success in EGGD cases is a lack of a consistent grading scale, with decisions made often subjectively both in practice and in the literature. EGGD is thought of as a syndrome rather than a continuum of disease, and there is poor correlation between mucosal erythema and the severity of underlying ulceration. This makes conclusions from the study and comparisons with different studies difficult. The authors do use healing criteria and grading systems consistent with other studies looking at the same extended release omeprazole injection, and that's outlined by the European College Consensus Statement on Gastric Ulceration. This gives a degree of confidence in the results. Ideally, to reduce bias, a prospective randomised treatment study would be needed. Ideally, in a multicentric population. Horses were lost to follow-up, and some horses received other concurrent treatment which instills bias into the population just studied. Cases were allocated their treatment based on clinician preference, and no defined criteria was found for using one approach over the other. Furthermore, the authors state that the study lacked enough power to investigate age, sex and breed predilection. This would seem a natural follow-on to the study, allowing the clinician to understand which horses would like to respond best to different treatment regimes. In this study, the authors have suggested that it may not be the length of time acid is suppressed, rather the consistency of acid suppression that influences healing in EGGD and ESGD. A more rapid improvement with five-day interval treatment, 21 days rather than 28 days, has potential implications for improved animal welfare and should be considered when treating both ESGD and EGGD. That concludes the review of this study. Many thanks for listening to this edition of the Equine Veterinary Journal's On the Hoof podcast. We look forward to welcoming you back soon and review another of the journal's early access articles.
Thank you for listening to this Equine Veterinary Channel podcast. More about the subjects discussed today can be found online at wileyonlinelibrary.com forward slash journal forward slash evj.